1: Hi, I'm Frances Callier and I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word! Westwood One presents The Final Word, the final, final the final, word. The final word. with Frangela. The, the Final Word. No bump-bump, <laughs> no dunk-dunk, no noise at all the thing she's cackling like that was a choice but I have a feeling this is a carryover from the first try <laughs> of saying the title where you weren't in t- did you do that thing where you pause for a second I and see the fear in your eyes totally you're not entirely sure what's going on I have no but idea. you don't want to back up off of it uh, no but you don't want to I don't want to commit I don't want to commit I don't want to so commit you're just like teetering on the edge of the, the word yes. that just came out of your mouth it's so exciting yeah this is the podcast yes <laughs> thank you good thank you thank you I'm for joining us here I want to remind you that you can follow us at all the social medias at frangela duo that's d-u-o and also go to the the final word podcast.com and you can write us at frangela08 at gmail.com and we do respond to all our emails We are a little bit behind because of filling in for Stephanie Miller over the last week and and then like one day last week. Mm -hmm. But um, we will catch up. Yes, we will. Uh, So this is going to be a special podcast because this is an opportunity for us to just get some things off our chest because we don't, you know, we're talking about the news in general, but there's a lot of other things that we don't get to talk about. Yes. And so we decided for uh, this week's podcast to... Just go through, we each kind of talked about things that are annoying us or that are difficult um, or that we see as a consistent sort of issue in the news or in the world at the moment. Mm-hmm. And um, things that we don't, we sort of hit on when we talk about different stories that are more timely for that week, but we never get the opportunity to deal with them as their own issue. So that's what we're going to do this week. So if you're sick of hearing about uh, certain things, guess what? You don't have to. Yes. Uh, this week is going to be the week where we complain yeah. and celebrate. Yes. First up, let's talk about uh, reporting. And reportage. Yes. Oh, okay. girl! So many things. You go first. Okay. One uh, one of the things is like I I what's driving me crazy is when I look up it's the narrative and you know you guys have heard us talk about it in the past. You know the fact that the way that everything gets put together, it's the Democrats aren't doing this, so the, this isn't happening here. Every day, every day, I feel like the The reporting is really slanted towards the White House. I'm yes. just gonna say it, yeah, I feel like it's it's slanted towards Trump and it's slanted in a way that there it's not so much that they're on the administration's side, no, but they what they are doing is is that you know they're instigating well yeah and 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 if and if there was a wound. What they're doing is is they're pouring salt in it, and they're not. And you know, if we keep having this conversation about we need to come together as a country and this and that, but you know, you it's know. never going to happen. No, it's never going to happen because the reporting really isn't helping anybody well i have to first of all i i have a problem with the goal of coming together as a nation right um and the reason i do is because there there was a civil war and i don't feel that that was because people couldn't agree it's Mm -hmm. been suggested that it was a difference of opinion that just got out of hand but it was about the ownership of human beings and that's not something we're ever going to agree to disagree about so from my point of view i'm not looking for a country where i embrace and love people who are active terrorists seditious assholes who are out here lynch trying to lynch people and Mm -hmm. scare people and make people submit they don't have in my country those people don't have the ability to do that that they can think what you can think and believe whatever you want but you're not able to carry that out against your neighbor against whoever um i think one of the problems i have with the biggest problem i have with how reporting is done right now is we're now at the point where i'm down to three hours of msnbc that i can watch and I can't watch cnn at all because all I do is scream at the TV. And then those three hours that I'm watching are just Nicole Wallace, Chris Hayes, and Rachel Maddow. And I am going to tell you, Chris Hayes, sometimes it's getting harder for me. Right. And part of the reason I wanted, I wanted Ari to work out oh, so Ari, you know what? much. I liked Ari Melbourne. I, I, me I feel betrayed by I Ari Melbourne. I, I, I had, had a crush. Views. Thank you. I had I a crush I on Ari too. Melba. I had like a little, crush, like, too, a little beastie boy, white boy. I could just smell the polo on him <laughs> and see him in his like his like skinny jeans yeah. and like talking like he's a rapper yeah and i appreciate his appreciation of hip-hop but in his own show i dis. Buys him. Yeah. I think that he is annoying and fake and he is about perpetuating you know, the, the at the the same time horrible things are happening and he's he's talking about, you know, Beyonce and Jay Z's album dropping. It's like it's like I get it. Dude. It's fake. Yeah, it's he fake. just feels really he destroyed himself for me the minute I got to see more of him. Oh. He was the kind of boyfriend you're supposed to be like once a month. Okay. And you know who else? I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm you know, I'm teetering on and I felt like you know what I'm I'm so like? excited Hugh Hewitt lost his shot. That, I mean, awesome. that was that gr- was that was great. That was awesome. I I feel sort of bad because I felt like I talked you into Stephanie rule or got you on the Stephanie rule. Here's the deal thing. Though, and now- I don't Well, here's the problem. What I've learned about Elvelshine rule is yes. they have to be together. They have to be together. I have a shot at like actually alone I end up liking Stephanie rule more. Really? And then it, it took me a while to realize that because she's more Passionate in some ways, but yes. sometimes it gets on my nerves because she interrupts people. And there have been times when I know the person isn't disagreeing with her, but she won't let them finish their sentence. You know, and, see, and I love Velshi more than I like I can her see that. Alone. I think he's easier to love. I yes. th- I do think he's easier to love. But my problem is when they're when they're not together. It, it doesn't work. It's kind of like us. It's, it's just just like, like us. what's the point? Yes. But th- my, my real issue isn't the, the personalities of the people. My real issue is things like, number. we've talked about this before last week in another podcast, the repetition of information that has not been verified as if it's fact. So we have heard repeatedly that there are 2,300 and some white, first of all, children who've been separated from their parents. That number as actually, we've been told at, by people like Lawrence O'Donnell, the only person I've seen really hammer this home, mm-hmm. that number was never correct, that, that number was actually, there were a thousand kids that were separated after that number got reported. So that number's always been over 3,000. And here's my thing why are we okay with estimates on people's lives? Yeah. Like, this isn't like, um oh, we think there were so many people in the crowd at the inauguration. This is children who are allegedly, you shouldn't be able to give me an exact number because you're supposed to be recording who they are and their information. Yes. You shouldn't even have to count. That should You should be able to look at the computer and it says a number. So my problem is that they are, number one, they are allowing this administration and ICE to continually give them estimates without questioning that. Yes. You have not heard one reporter be like, I'm sorry, why can't you give us the exact number? Mm. Are you refusing to or do you not have it? Yeah. Because that's my first problem. My second problem is stuff like, and in this is not just on TV journalism, in print, reading stories in the New New York Times and Washington Post where they say uh, 500 children have been reunited that has show it to me Right. I haven't seen that I haven't, I've, I've seen, seen I've two seen, I've, 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 I've seen, seen two. maybe four or five reunifications no, I think two of those were the same woman on two different channels <laughs> I'm not even kidding because that happened to me I'm not even trying to be a smart ass I was like oh look at this mother with her daughter and then I went oh wait a minute I think that's that same lady but it's yeah. a different channel in a different day like I do think there's one of those so you've seen let's just let's just give it a ten let's say that you've seen ten reunifications right. that's, that's a five, far cry from, from five hundred so I want to know why. It, where did you get this number why are you repeating it why are you acting like it's still true and if you can't verify it number one and then, then my other thing around that is the use of they never things well it, this has to do with moving out of that story into michael cohen Michael Cohen gave an interview uh, off the it wasn't um, on TV right. right wasn't televised or whatever I guess but uh, with uh, George Stephanopoulos yes and he in this interview said George Stephanopoulos asked him if his loyalty was to Trump and he said I believe that's the, how the question was phrased mm-hmm. and his response was my first loyalty is to my family and I think he said something like specifically you know my children my wife whatever my family my second is to my country right he never said the sentence I am not my, my I am not loyal to Trump right or I intend to, to work for for or with Robert Mueller or I'm about to give te- he never said any of those things but in their this is what they do all day long on on MSNBC and CNN they take that com- comment and then by the time I'm watching um at like 11 they're having discussions about how Michael Cohen is clearly signaling that he's ready to flip let me not tell you maybe a signal let me not may this mm-hmm. let me tell you what happens for me is that it is like the news for me is like getting a piece of remember when in the 70s you get a piece of gum and you be able to chew that gum and it would oh, have flavor fl- hour. for hours and it would have flavor and it you could pop it and you it pop it thank you angela yeah. thank you the news but now new gum new gum is over in 5 minutes if if, if you if, get 5 minutes the time out of it you can't it. Any get any good real pops out know, of it no you can't get no flavor out you of it you can't do that really annoying like Popping. And it's become wax in your mouth. Mm-hmm. That is what I consider reporting and reportage in the news today. They are that not by the stating time, things correctly. Exactly. By the time you, it comes out... 20, 40 minutes later it has been extrapolated yep. to the point that by the time you get to 10 it came out at 7 o'clock by the time it gets to 10 o'clock there is no flavor it is dead it's well, like beating yeah. a dead horse I watched the one man on this panel and the other panelists start to sort of shrink in their chairs because he calls it out right mm-hmm. it's the guy who was filling in for Ari Melber who is Ari you, there are better people I, you look boo yeah I don't like your show but don't pick somebody who don't pick the, the G level team Totally. I mean way below D to protect your job. That's probably right. went on here because this man really he kept screwing things up and he was really he just is one of those people that's like it's you feel like you're looking at a blank space like that one black mirror episode uh-huh. where like John Hamm is like a becomes a blank space. Yes, yes. Um he's like that. So he but he was saying he was saying that, you know, and this is how they're saying it Michael Cohen uh made this in this interview clearly and signaling to Mueller that he's ready to cooperate. Not the ma- one that you could one possibility. Right, And here's another possible way to interpret this, just stating it as if, first of all, any of those things had been stated. And the one guy went, can I just stop and say something here, you guys? This is a horrible man. This is a completely unethical man. He's behaved unethically his entire life and career. His What this man does is pay women to shut up about assault exactly. and about relationships. And you, there's no reason to believe that suddenly he's become honorable or, or law-abiding. And, and no, he never once in this interview says, I am not loyal to Trump. He never, he made family is Trump. He never once said, that I'm going to cooperate with this investigation or I'm going to... He didn't say any of those things, but you've spent four hours with teams of pundits suggesting, so here's my problem. If you didn't read that interview or see it and you just turn on the news or you just read an article about it, you walk away thinking that, that Michael Cohen said he's flip. going to flip on the president yes. and he's not loyal to Donald Trump. Yep. But he didn't. that didn't happen. And let me tell you the other issue that I have going on in uh, in news reporting right now is a level of... I'm looking at everybody wanting to be a star oh my god so it, there was a time in this country Angela thank you there was a time, was a time when Ra- Walter Cronkite mm-hmm. was just a reporter mm-hmm. and he reported the news and maybe he even had a cigarette on the desk maybe girl and, and I wouldn't because a hard working news and I, would, and I wouldn't question shoe. I wouldn't question that bottle of whiskey down by his feet mm-hmm. he's okay, there all time, day all night all, night, all night. He, sometimes he needs a snort okay? he needs a snort to get through this okay okay Teapot Dome was a big deal y'all <laughs> yes so That's my brother. Before that, that's, <laughs> that's all right. Bad it's all right. timing, it's all right. but it's you get I, what I'm I, saying. I know where you're going, but here's my problem: is that the goal no longer is to write your. To your, do a good article, to do your column, to be a... its not—it's not Rosencrantz and Wood and <laughs> Gilbert <Gildenstern>, our Stockard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what I'm talking about all oh, oh, presidents' men. Uh, yeah, deep throat. Oh, oh yeah, uh, but, um, that Bernie bird, Brilstein, bird Wood, wood, wood bird, oh, Bernstein, wood, and Woodburn, wood <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> 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 not Bernie Brilstein. We need to bring back Woodburn and Bernstein. Wood, wait, are you um, sure that? Uh, because that sounds like a Broadway act too. Woodburn and Bernstein. That sounds like a Broadway act. It could be them, though. You know, okay. Oh my look, God, my brightest, killing me. Here's the okay. point. Here's the point. There was a time when reporters could—they were triple threats. They tap danced, they sang, and they reported. No, the point is that yeah, there's no more. The, the story, all of the reporters. It's Woodward and Bernstein. Okay, there you go, Woodward and Bernstein. But doesn't that sound like a, like if I told you like <laughs> there's Woodward and Bernstein? And Bernstein. <laughs> give say regards to Broadway. We're Woodward and Bernstein. Yeah, yes. <That's> awesome. yeah. That <laughs> doesn't. All right. right. So okay. the point okay. is, first of all, we're comedians. So yeah. Don't even judge our reports. Don't, don't even and judge us. And we do check. But, but this, I don't, I try to be, and we do, you know what, we make mistakes all the time, but I try to be precise, you know, is within the limits of Google yes. and our abilities about things. And what I can tell you is that it's really frustrating to watch these reporters, people like KCDC, yes. which is horrible. <laughs> um, I mean, horrible. And, and here's the and, thing. And you see these people trying to develop this sort of like persona. Sona. Yeah, Maggie Haberman and is he, the one that drives me crazy. Oh, and you yeah. know what? And, and when I here's the thing: I you know I did go go in on her a little bit. And the thing she is, is sir, that she, she's been she's, out there. She's a great reporter. But mm. I but me having to watch her learn to get her sea legs as a commentator. And that their goal is the goal is is that okay? No longer am I going to be just a reporter. The goal is to now become a half a million to a million dollar commentator. It's basically an op ed on TV, on TV, which is very frustrating to me because there's news going on. And here's the thing, and what you're talking about, I think, is this too: is that all day long, if you're watching the news, and there are days when we, you know, I do, I'm watching, checking in a lot everybody's reporting the same story over and over again. And to make matters worse, not only are they reporting the same story, but they're recycling the same people. So what happens is I watch Andrea Mitchell reports. And for some reason, Andrea Mitchell isn't in that day. So it's Casey of Casey DC. So she's in, but guess who's on as a guest? Andrea Mitchell. Then the next hour, Casey's filling in for somebody else. And guess who's on? Ari Melber, but he's not on his show. He's on somebody else's show. Or my favorite one was there was a day where I believe um, Katie Tur was on like four shows in a row hosting. Mm -hmm. And I was like, just... At the very least, do not look at your programming for the day. Is there no executive producer who says, okay, since so-and-so spent an hour dis- you know, trying to decode or untangle the statements from this Michael Cohen interview, obviously you hit on these things because you don't know when people are tuning in. But do we need to spend an hour having the exact same discussion with almost all the same people? Yeah. Or could we, I'd like to remind you people that, the earth the, there's still a, a, a volcano erupting yeah. in Hawaii that the Rohingya are still being massacred yeah. that, that, that there, is, there are wars that the Trump administration is trying to pull out of the World Trade Organization and NATO that that there are all these things happening around the planet Mexico just had a really important election there have been elections across South America that have vet by have huge consequences for policies in, in our work with those places from from right wing governments to some, some very liberal and left wing governments you're not hearing about any of that because they're all day long de- trying to decode a sentence in which that didn't happen. Well you know what and not only that not only that, it is everybody's trying to come up. Yes. Everybody's trying, trying to come audition. up. You see it's it's like people's at a, looks. At, at, oh, oh girl. girl. Oh, let me tell you something about they looks. People are, their looks. What's her name's been changing her hair every week. Dark hair. Jennifer. You yes. um, know yes. I'm talking about. She's yes. from, I want to say she's from Washington Post. Yes. Is it is it Halberstam? That's you're thinking. Hey, Berman. No, not Haberman. But name? you know what? She's changed. She like she's been trying out different hairdos. Yeah. You know what I mean? But everybody, you can tell. You know who I do love those. What's her name with the pins? Yeah. What's her name? Homegirl uh, with the pins. Yeah. The pins she wore. Kelly House gave her a bunch of pins. Our friend yeah. Kelly House, and she's been wearing them. Um, she's really nice, and she seems really happy. Yes. But she she definitely had a freshening recently. Yes, yeah, she did. Uh, the, I mean, watching the sort of attempt to. I don't know, distinguish who you, what your show is. And then I look, and then there are people who are just straight up biting off of other people's style. Yeah. Like Katie Turdude, my friend, that's Maddow. Dude, yeah. that is so not Also, l- let me get we also, since I'm getting it off my chest, on CNN, it is no longer news after six o'clock. It is Stop people with screaming. Stop with it's the breaking people, news. Too. It's people screaming at each other. Yeah, it's people. It, it is like every. That's, yeah, that, it's not even conversation. No, it's Whenever not Jake Tapper has an interview, you know that's what it's going to be. And and, like, <laughs> and, and that's, then, that's um, what's Cuomo, be. yeah. Uh, it's just, Chris he, Palmo, Chris yeah, he Palmo, Palmo, just he's just yelling now. He's I like what yelling. he's saying, but he's just yelling. He's just yelling, <laughs> yeah. And it's, he's inviting other people to yell at each other. It just I feel like you know. And then when you read the news, more of the news that I'm reading, there are words in these articles that are not reporter, There, it is op-ed languaging. Yes. It is you know because when you say Michael Cohen has signaled to, that he's ready that he will cooperate to the Mueller investigation, how? How do you know that? Where does it say that? Where did he say that? That is an interpretation that you're making. You have the responsibility as a reporter to identify it as such, to say one interpretation is possibly this is a signal to the investigation that he's ready to cooperate, or possibly it isn't. But no, they state it as if it's an absolute fact. And then people, that to me, that is fake news. You've made up something. And they create this huge... They try to create some sort of groundswell, and I believe it is an echo chamber. Yeah. I don't believe that anybody but th- yelling at each other about it. And it's annoying because I want the information, and I do. I'm going to the BBC. I'm going to everywhere I can to find out what's happening on this planet because heaven forbid, you know, Michael Cohen says something because then we're off to the races on that. Yeah. Yeah. And somehow this this past week we have really moved away from the children, and that's what they wanted. And yeah. if they want you to stop talking about these children, but they are still being detained, they are still in prison, and they are still there are massive allegations of abuse. And we are, I think it is reprehensible and immoral that I'm looking at a news channel that spends its entire news day on a so-called interview and things that didn't happen, and it is not. Checking in on world or even national news. Okay, so another thing we want to talk about is civility. Fuck civility. And oh, yeah. I'm so sick of being told <laughs> to be... To fuck you with the civility. Fuck, 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 civility. Here's my issue... It's, um, And I've talked about this before in various ways, and we've talked about it, is is that we were all raised, you know, in this, you know, Judeo-Christian world, society, that we're supposed to be really, really nice to each other. But here we are. We are in a literal fight for democracy in our lives, mm-hmm. and it's about to get worse and worse and worse. And the the way that we are allowing them to frame civility, which is that... It's uncivil when we protest. Right, we're allowing them confront- to frame. Yeah, it, we're allowing them to frame that that if we speak up and speak out, we're being uncivil. That we are being uncivil when we disagree. What I am watching. What I am watching them support Scott Pruitt, who is just absolutely corrupt. Yeah. And not at all upset about it or ashamed. Not even trying to hide it. it not trying to hide it. And when a woman Basically speaks out. Basically yelling, can my wife have a Chick-fil-A? Totally. I mean. But, and then when you watch a woman come out and confront him about it. In, but, but, in but, but, no way violently. No. And in no way ru- just saying this, I think that you should resign. These are the accusations against you. That's it. Absolutely. And so then you sit there. But they want, the interviews with her, it's like, do you feel like you should be doing that? Yes. Yes, she should should be doing that we pay his salary absolutely we pay for the fucking soundproof phone booth we We pay pay for that food he's stuffing in his in his in his gob we pay for the two security guards watching him stuff it in his face yes absolutely these are public servants when did let me tell you something about civil disobedience it's not polite no it's not supposed to be polite i do not these people owe me an explanation yeah i don't owe them shit they have a job i don't (laughs) you know (laughs) like my thing is if you think that's uncivil try driving while black one day yeah I I just really get sick of this discussion as if the way that we do things is the problem no it isn't the problem is that we let people get away with this yes we let people you know why Masterpiece Cake got up to the Supreme Court because none of us in that neighborhood nobody in that neighborhood stood up and was like fuck you and stop going there that's right and that is the truth we can stick... Every one of these people, when you hear about a permit patty uh, t- calling the cops, trying mm. to call... She did call the cops and lied about it. Called 911 an eight-year-old girl selling water, like basically a lemonade stand, but water, on the street. And we talked about this with a uh, pool pool patty. Yeah. She just got... She assaulted a 15-year-old black Slapped kid. him three times. Slapped him while he... And, and to try to force them out of the pool, the public pool. Yes. She's at least been arrested for assault. Um, but these people, you know, they lose their jobs. My thing, what happened at the Starbucks, I can't remember the woman's name who taped it and put it up. Yeah. Here's my deal. Absolute, do you have the absolute right, if not responsibility, when you see a member of our government who has done any, if they've done something laudable, that nobody's wrong, nobody has a problem with you going up and saying, "I love what you do, sir." Yes. But I have the same right to go up and say, you know what, I don't like what you're doing. I don't feel that you've acted appropriately. I, wh- I don't have, a, I don't have the right to threaten you. You're a public servant, but I, I do have the right to say something. Absolutely, and here, but they're threatening us every single day. Yes. Donald Trump very directly calls for violence against people. Yeah. Yeah. They are very direct. Milos Yanopoulos, or however you say his name, he's calling for reporters to get shot. Then they do. He refuses to apologize for it. And that story just sort of dies. Yeah. But you want to get mad at a woman who has her constitutional First Amendment right, goes up to a public employee, an employee of our government, and tells this person what she does not like about their work. And that's not civilized. Yeah. That's not being civil. I think it's uncivilized to sit there and break bread with people who do this. Yeah. I think it's uncivilized to sit in a room. I don't do that. I don't sit down with racists. You yeah. When I was in college, um, I had uh, an English class, and I really liked this professor, so it was fairly disappointing, but we, um, one of the things we had to do was keep a journal, which I always think is stupid, but whatever, um, for the class. And he one day went for uh, this kid, uh, now this is an English r- class, right, there was no reason for this, a fellow student stood up and said, you know what, I know that there are black students here who had a lower GPA than my, my friend, and he didn't get in, and I don't think that's fair. And so, yeah, that yeah, Lindsay's like, wait, what? I said, exactly. So I looked up from my book that we were supposed to be fucking talking about, and I went, I'm sorry, that's crazy. And I was like, and I, and, and, and so we had a back and forth and it got a little like heated. I, I don't really remember, but it's it's been a minute, Mm -hmm. but like got a little bit heated, but I remember the professor, he kind of like stopped and he intervened and said, you know, what I've noticed is that it's really hard sometimes for people to hear each other. For example, the other night I went out to dinner with the grand dragon of the Ku Klux Klan. And while we were sitting there at Seva, which by the way is a vegan restaurant (laughs) in Ann Arbor, if you just want to picture this the Grand Dragon of the Ku Klux Klan at the vegan restaurant. Right, but anyway, right. Um, he's like, I meant the, or vegetarians, one or the other, but I think it was vegan. Um, he's like, I was sitting there because a friend of mine is doing research on the Klan, and what I realized is what a personable guy he was. He wasn't evil. We had a really great discussion. Are you t- fucking kidding me? I am me? not fucking kidding you. And so my journal entry was basically, fuck you. Yeah. I was like, what would have happened if I'd come up to you at that table? Yeah. I'm sure he seems civilized to you. You're a white guy. Yeah. Like, I just, it was just, but to me, you don't sit at the table and break bread with those people. Yeah. You don't sit at the table with Milos. You don't defend him. No. You don't sit down and you don't allow these people to steal our money to 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 do this and then not call them out on it. Well, here I'm going to say it and I'm going to curse about it, Angela. Please do. We were supposed to stop cursing maybe like next week. Let me tell you something. But that is the pussy fuck shit that's going on right now. Uh, you know, now. I believe pussies are powerful, just like Sally Field. Yes, I do. I understand. She the C word. and But she's you like, oh, understand. The, the, the C word is know. a beautiful, powerful thing. But you know what I mean.
0: I this is the mean, problem. We gas. They We, guess. we, we, we Weak Easy sway weak ass.
1: Weak. I'm gonna tell you something. It is such a level of weakness that My pussy we- will kill you. Oh no, tell shit. me, let me tell you that, right? The heck. Let now. me tell you something. It, Don't it act puts, wrong. it puts Death in grip, the word grip. <laughs> okay. I Okay, you Kegels. know what? You gotta, you gotta dial Kegels. it back. Dial it back. Okay. <laughs> this is why we have to stop swearing because this is where it goes. <laughs> <laughs> we are, the domino theory works in our mind. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know, I am sick. And tired. And the reality is, is that if we do not stand up and I'm talking about start standing up right now, That's right. if we are not at every protest, if we're not calling every day people, this is going to get to this next point really quickly before we we, we, we talk about it. People don't understand that we are in for the fight of our lives in terms of this democracy. That if you want to keep if mm-hmm. you want to keep a con- have a country that you want you want to, you will be able to live in. And I'm talking that if you are not a straight white Christian Sis, male, wealthy. Who wealthy. is wealthy? If you are not those things, then you need to you have to get up and and be and If you are those things, show the fuck up and act right. Yes. Because the reality is Rob Reiner acts right, on why y'all can't, act right? The reality is is that what they are preparing this country for is, um, you know, a mass exodus. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the fact that you get mad about it, that, I have to hear people and I, I'm very disappointed and I, I don't use the word disappointed lightly because I feel like it's too personal a word. It doesn't make it. It acts like you have some sort of ownership over someone. But um, Bernie Sanders coming out and giving a speech supporting Sarah Sanders and saying it was wrong to confront Sarah Sanders that was wrong. it I was, that like, was wrong. I was like, you know what? What you just did was wrong because we have the absolute right, if not responsibility to confront people. this woman lies. Yeah. Every day up there, willfully and knowingly. And she insults every single reporter in the directly. Or Nancy insults. Pelosi coming up out against Maxine Waters. Yeah, that shit. Let me tell you something, Nancy. You've been on my list for a minute already, okay? already for that bullshit but when this you do not do this is ridiculous yes it's like they have we have baby jails and you're upset that people are calling them out on it that's right stop trying to out polite each other because we're not talking about we have never we do not advocate violence we're not gonna in get fact, this cookie we're not gonna get this cookie. right and we never in fact we've had people put up numbers for like somebody tried to put up some ice agent alleged ice agents personal like phone phone numbers up and I you know I blocked it and whenever we see stuff like that we block it we write to the person and we're like look dude don't do that they because we, we, while we're not extremely famous, we do have a broad enough reach. Like it's just not cool to do right. that. But my thing is, if every time I leave my house, it's a, it's like famous people, right? It's like you they leave their house. They understand there's a certain amount of public curiosity about what they're doing. Mm-hmm. But when we're talking about members of our government, that curiosity curiosity is actually socially politically relevant yes like it is important what these people are doing with their time and our money so and uh, that's, you know, that's, what, you know the, the, for me it's like being told you don't have the right to engage me when you're the president of the United States when you are the, speaking for they before. just said that he can't block people right the court because that if he's going to use Twitter as a public forum for announcements he's not allowed but what I, you haven't seen from that ruling is the follow-up of is he not blocking people exactly. now? exactly those people get unblocked and then we're back to our, our first complaint which is bad reporting mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I don't think that that's changed. Right. 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 Let's talk about getting out of Dodge before we get out of this podcast. So I feel like the reality is this keeps happening um, to us. And I don't know if it's happening you in your personal life. We've mentioned it on um, Stephanie Miller and maybe here once or twice in various areas of our lives. Various a f- number of people have suggested that we be ready to leave the United States. Yep. And these are not, and I'm not talking about your freaky friend. No, no, not you know Conspiracy I mean. Carl. No, who, you know, they never put tinfoil on their heads. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're not into that. They don't just read one blog every day or something. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about people we talked about. I don't know if we talked about it here, or if it was on Stephanie Miller's show, about uh, a friend of ours talking to somebody who worked at the Southern Poverty Law Center. Mm-hmm. And this is we talked about it. I feel like we talked about maybe at Stephanie, but maybe we didn't. But mm-hmm. in any case, we'll say it here. Uh, I have a friend who was talking to somebody at the su- su- this woman who works at the Southern Poverty Law Center she's worked there for something like 25 years studying the rise of uh, white nationalism and how it has infected itself throughout ver- various levels of our government particularly in the judiciary throughout the national, state, and local level judgeships and attorney generals and all that and she was talking about and then Malcolm Nance came on when we were on Filling in for Stephanie Miller and he talked about how that branching out is actually all over the world Yep. Um, and the worldwide uh, fascist movements that are burning. Burgeoning. And that are already doing things like forcing, although I hate to use the word force because I don't feel like you're ever forced, but people like Angela Merkel to start, you know, moving moving, to the moving right. more right in response to her possibly losing power or mm-hmm. losing her, you know, being the uh, president or of a uh, prime minister or whatever. I think it's president, right? Um, in Germany, uh, moving her stance on immigration to be closer to this right wing th- movement that's happening, which mm-hmm. is dangerous. We've been told by various people that you should have, they've asked us, do you have a go plan? Or like the Southern Poverty Law Center woman said to my friend after this discussion, said, oh, and by the way, what's your, do you have all your paperwork in order? And my friend was like, give me like my birth certificate and stuff like that. She's like, yeah. She goes, no, no, I mean your asylum paperwork. Yep. I mean you should be thinking about countries that where you might be able to apply for asylum and if you, countries where you maybe know anybody or a family that lives or maybe you have a some sort of background there can help, you know, ancestrally speaking for some nations. But you should look into places that will give you a, under some, what the conditions are to get asylum and get that paperwork ready now. These are not... When I tell you this... It sounds crazy, but I'm talking about some pretty in the system, work within the system, straight up people. I'm not talking any these aren't even people who would ever call themselves independent. Here's my point. My point to this is, is that as we are sitting here in this country, watching people be denied entry into this country from El Salvador, for asylum. from for asylum. For, and then the reporters was, keep calling them illegal entry when they were actually trying to apply for. asylum. Exactly. From Guatemala from various com- countries Honduras Ecuador Here's my problem you we as Americans do not believe cannot conceive of the fact that you one day could be running for your life out of this country and you know and so for me the fight is now it's the cry now yeah. or cry later. Fight. Well, when the, this is the problem when the fighters are telling you to pack exactly and get your paperwork in order. You're exactly. like whoa, 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 S.P.L.C. I've been counting on you. Exactly. S.P.L.C. You're the ones, and she's like, we should get this together because uh, here's the deal. In this, yeah, it's The Handmaid's Tale. The, the episode that gets me in the first season, and I have issues with the show, uh, the way it's done as different from the mm-hmm. book. But putting that aside, the way that they take, they disenfranchise women is actually really simple. Mm-hmm. They just pass law that women can't have money. And then one day, everybody's at work, whatever, and suddenly all your money's out of your account. Because That's we all right. keep our money in bank accounts. And so all they do is press some buttons and suddenly your money goes to the nearest male relative you have. Yep. Which may be some your ex husband, which yeah. may be somebody you've never met, which may be so that and so right away you're like oh and then all of a sudden they just send guards in all at once into places of work and all the women are they force them to leave and women can no longer work and then it becomes a rule if a woman's get caught is caught with actual money that's a crime yep so you have to use these little chits that you can only get from men to mm-hmm. get food and, so it actually doesn't there's no violent overthrow right. and I think that you know we talked about we've talked about I'm sure lots of people have talked about and looked into you <laughs> The rise of fascism in other countries, but the of course the first place we think of is Germany mm-hmm. when we think about the rise of the Nazi uh, Party there and how when, you know Hitler got elected, like and he got elected and appointed and then he just sort of there was no coup, violent coup, mm-hmm. but what they did in the time period before they you don't start with labor camps, no. you don't start with death camps. What you start with is you start making unions illegal, which by the way the Supreme Court is just did, just they didn't make them illegal. illegal, but, 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 but they're, they're they opened up, attack, they happened yeah. to uh, they've definitely opened up an attack. On unionization, and yeah. there has been for years, but at the Supreme Court level, there was a huge blow in this ruling a couple weeks ago. Um, they start ta- they start attacking free speech rights. You start seeing reporters getting uh, slammed and picked off, and 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 singled out. And they start arresting reporters. Yeah. They started um, arresting uh, communists and uh, revolutionary pe- people who were leftist uh, workers. Yeah, anybody who would fight for. A large pop, the population that they always intended to get out, because they knew they could turn the nation's energy and hatred against them, which was the Jewish population within these nations. Yeah, they knew that they could use racism, that they could use that anti-Semitism to galvanize people to put their party in power. So first, they got rid of everybody who would fight for them. That's right. And here's the thing. And then they got rid of them. Yeah. And here's the thing. At the end of the day, you, you're, we're watching this happen. Yeah. Don't, don't get confused about it. We're, you're, we're watching this. Trump it, this is said happening. It. He said he would. Why don't people? I would like people to treat me the way Kim Jong un gets said. That, he said about the president of uh, it, China. Is yes. it China who just made himself president mm-hmm. for life? For life. That, that's a good idea. Maybe we should do that. Let me tell you what I've said since the very beginning. And now I'm, I said it sort of, I, I admit, a sort of exaggerate like hyperbole at the moment. But I'm more and more concerned about it. How much would it take? For when these elections are coming up, if they think they're losing or even if they don't. First of all, we, they have done nothing about Russian meddling. Mm-hmm. There's that whole issue. Right. But no, he's about to go have a, a, a sit down alone. Out. He's going to go exactly. traipsing through the woods with Putin. Yeah, because that always works out. North Korea is just enriching more uranium. But anyway, so um, that when what is happening is that they can... What would it take for the the government to say, certainly the attorney general, the Justice Department or somebody say, you know what, it looks like there's just so much violence and so much acrimony in the air, we think we should put off elections. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's just put them off for like a, a month until this, or then you already see that he's—they're the, trying to put off every in Trump's trying to put off voting on immigration or dealing with the immigration issue. They're trying to move issues beyond yeah. the, the election to try so, to get you caught up, and so mm-hmm. you don't—they don't lose this vote. Even though I think they're working very hard to not ha- have it matter, right? <laughs> like, but here's the thing: how much would it take if there was? They were like, you know, we've gotten a lot of terrorist threats, so we're going to wait on voting this this year. And, and will we'll, we'll do it in six months, and we, we know it's safe. And they put it under the guise of. Of civility that's right because you continually we continually allow them to frame what civility is let me tell you what your democrats have to do they the only weapon they have in terms of the way our constitution works if they're going to follow those rules is to not be there yeah so when these votes come up on the supreme court justice what i expect the democrats to do is walk out yeah go home and then the only then i've Read or that the, the, I I don't know if it's the sergeant at arms, but however, I think it might be the sergeant at arms, they have the right, constitutionally, they have the right to then go, they can go use the military um, or maybe the Secret Service, I don't know which branch, but to go get representative centers and make them come back. Make them do that. Make them arrest you. Because we cannot sit back and just. Talk about don't say don't say the truth to these people out in public. It's not nice. That's right. Like, seriously, we're dying out here. There are people who are who know that the cops have been Black Lives Matter is a movement. Have they know that the police are around this country seem more than willing to assault, attack, and even kill young black people. And they are calling the cops on black children knowing that. On the regular. On the regular. If you don't believe that this situation... Who was it who asked us the other day, do we think it's worse right now? And somebody said, do you really think that racism is like... It's really it's gotten worse and it's worse in the environment right now. We went, yes! yes! We basically screamed it. Because it was like, are you serious, dude? Yeah. You have to ask? So... That's what we wanted to say this week, that we wanted to say, you know what? We have to. we have we all have to demand more, not just uh certainly out of our representatives, but and not ever let them off the hook. You see these people, Chuck Schumer just canceled his the yeah, last week it was. Yeah. Cancelled his I um, couldn't believe it. Well it was, here's the thing. They were saying it had something it was, to do with it. It's, it's plane yeah, and yeah. it may very well have. I don't know. But I know that you should reschedule Chuck. Yes. That's not okay. He but we his also down home. We also need to require this out of the people reporting to us because they are not. Doing their job. Oh, and speaking of reporting, no one—I have not seen the story about Justice Kennedy's son. No, I've not I, seen I it like on television. On TV, though, I've not seen it on television. They—they're actually the—they're le- hyper not into doing stuff like that. I keep thinking it'll come up on Mano. I don't know if it has. Yeah, I've I've, missed her the last. I, I've few watched. Days. I watch her every night. I've not seen. Well, that. this could be. This is a little bit later after the fact, so it might have happened. But the point is. That we're not asked these questions because when somebody, when you get a number from them of children that's an estimate, that alone is worthy of a a Mm -hmm. serious questioning. Like, I know, I think I have like 12 rolls of toilet paper at home. You need to know how many children you have in custody. Yep, absolutely. And that is our final word, everybody. That is our final word. Now it's time for emails, emails. Time to go get your emails. That's right. Thank you for writing us at frangela 8 at gmail.com. We do respond to all of our emails. Even if we're a little bit behind, but we should be almost caught up. This is a thank you. Uh, this is from Alonzo T. I was having a really terrible week when the latest Supreme Court nonsense regarding Masterpiece Bakery. Uh, to add to my misery, there were plenty of people who were trying to walk back the impact and say, mm-hmm. it's not so bad. Mm-hmm. Thank uh, thank you so much for saying fuck you to that. Uh, you have no idea how much it lifted me to hear the two of you unapologetically confront hatred head on without making excuses. And this week it is so much worse. Thank you so much for being my rock when I couldn't hope when I couldn't, I hope I get the chance to repay the favor someday, Alonzo. Just you by just being there, you just did. You just did, Alonzo. It, it is because let me tell you, something it was a big deal and it is a big deal, mm-hmm. and I will never. No, 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 no. Don't. T- I hate when people tell me how to feel about that. Exactly. Exactly. Don't tell me not to be mad. Do something. That don't make me mad. Mm-hmm. Then I won't be mad. Next up, many thanks from Barbara G, mm-hmm. Francis, and Angela. I do not know what I would do if I ha- if I did not have you to listen to Every Week on Fridays when we do The Last Hour with Stephanie Miller and on the podcast. I listen to Stephanie Miller religiously, but you too keep it so real. My husband died from a rare and aggressive form of cancer in 2014. Sorry. I- If he were alive to see this debacle, I have no doubt that we would be living in another country. I can barely sleep at night knowing that our country and democracy is being destroyed by this monstrous tragedy that was illegally and immorally elected to the presidency of the United States of America. I can't even speak to my conservative military brother because apparently he's okay with women being assaulted on the daily. I so wish that I could wave a magic wand and this sorry P.O.S. would be gone forever. Thank you for letting me vent all of my frustration and anger. By the way, who in this universe thinks it's perfectly okay to comment on Malia's uh, Malia Obama's body or any woman's body so freaking fed up? Love you to the moon and back, Barb, not a size zero G. Thank you for writing, Barb. Yeah, this is the thing. You know feel your feelings say what say what you believe Mm -hmm. you don't have don't let anybody shut you up or tell you what you can't talk about ever and you have the right to your righteous indignation it's better let me tell you something it's a lot better than sad yes and um, we love you you love you we love you now it's time for resistance wrap up to give you actionable items in addition to your regular calls to Mm -hmm. your representatives and senators uh, at 202-224-3121 this week, and we've talked about the Poor People's Campaign before, Yes, but I wanted to bring it up again because they are out here doing it. And we have a friend, Kelly House, who she's been really active in it. It's really inspirational, and it's a great place for you, way for you to get involved, yes. um, and to physically get involved. If you're looking for like a way to of how do I get out there and be an activist, besides mm-hmm. just, you know, and uh, of course get people to vote. But over the past uh, two years, the Poor People's Campaign has made a national call for moral revival. It's reached out to communities in more than 30 states across the nation. They've met thousands of people and they go out and they are protesting actively every week and they have the huge, I can't even, we can't read it to you, um, but they came together, so all these different groups came together and came up with this, I want to say it's like 18 points. Right. Um, that, that basically, the concept behind this is it this Poor People's Campaign was started in 1967 by Martin Luther King, Reverend Dr. King Jr., um, and he died very soon after uh, this started. So I think he wasn't able to attend the march, but they obviously he, he was assassinated. But right. He, um, they had the march. The organization has sort of been out of the public's mind. I think they've, there's a, a Reverend uh, William Barber. Yes. Has really... Done the work of resurrecting it, and what's important about it? It's a campaign about the immorality of poverty, the immorality of a you know police state, the immorality of you know violence and and um, not having equality for LGBTQ and, and I. I and for women. Yeah. It covers a lot of things. So go to that website, check them out, and get involved. Yep. We want to thank you so much for listening. We want to thank also remind you that you can pick up our other podcast, Idiot of the Week, which will be dropping tomorrow that's right okay it's separate from this podcast and it's just stupid stuff and we want to thank our producer joy salvia lindsey floyd and jack silver thank you so much for listening to the final word The Westwood One Podcast Network. The Curiosity Podcast with Cody Goff and Ashley Hamer. From the award winning Curiosity.com. We're the hosts of the Curiosity Podcast and we're curious. How is a person supposed to know what's true? What makes someone a night owl? We talk to experts who can answer questions like these. The Curiosity Podcast. Download and subscribe at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and the Westwood One Podcast app. Free from the Westwood One Podcast Network.